0: continues podcast and today's topic is well let's go by the tradition mariah Tell us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Today's podcast topic is on people getting offended, the outrage culture. We already did one on cancel culture. So this is kind of an extension on that.
0: Yes, because these days there's a whole thing that if people get offended, which is easy to have happen, they don't just get offended quietly. They get really upset about it and they bring everyone to be upset with them. (laughs) Yeah. And so we want to talk about this.
1: Yeah, let's get into it.
0: Perfect. So let's start. First of all, I just want to say that while we are going to discuss this subject of like, look, you get so offended and maybe there's a better way, but I want to say that I admire the fact that anyone who's ever gone offended or who's gone really mad about something in current events, the reason that they feel that way is actually because they want to help.
1: Yeah, they they do have somewhat good intention hidden behind it. Yeah, they want others maybe not to feel the pain that they feel when they get upset.
0: Exactly, and they care. that In some way, in their way, there's a decision to make the world better as far as they can do now maybe they approach it in an odd way Mm -hmm. but it's a good sign that they are basically trying to do good right so I do respect that and I want to give some of those people tools or if you've seen someone like that tools that you can help someone else with or if you're that person okay how can we handle it better so that you get better results with what you actually are trying to achieve which is to make a change
1: exactly yeah it really is to help you get better results it's gonna be a podcast where it's gonna take a lot of confronts like you're gonna to look at yourself it's a it's a tougher one it's a thicker one
0: it's a thicker one it's a bitter pill to swallow and also i almost feel like the subject that we're diving into is probably enough to get us canceled it's probably enough to get you outraged at us (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's probably enough to get you offended so we know we're going into this territory you know it's our ideas and if you don't agree that's fine we actually enjoy hearing an additional point of view mm-hmm. but if you're into just listening to something a little different or as Mariah said it's a tougher one then keep listening
1: alrighty let's just dive right in with a deep one yes the deep fact that you create your own feelings yes and I know that's a bitter pill to swallow you know because someone hurts your feelings and all you want to do is like blame them and get them out of your life but if you really look at you know the the science behind feelings you you create them and, and if you're not creating them who or what is
0: totally because you can be extremely happy well you created that or you can be extremely angry and yes you created that or very sad Mm -hmm. but like mariah said if you aren't the one that did it then who the heck did because otherwise you're completely effect of life because as we said in other episodes you can either be the cause of your life or the effect the one that's creating it or on the receiving end of life so if you aren't creating your feelings then you're totally on the receiving end of life
1: yeah if you are of your feelings you need someone to make you happy or something or a substance, or if you need something to make you happy, it's not going to be a good life because you are effect of everything else. But when you really realize that you actually put the feelings there, you're the one who made that TV show make you happy. Like you put the happiness there and you might think it's the TV show, but you put it there once you can like grasp that concept and realize that you'll realize that you also create, you know, the sadness or the upset or the anger.
0: Totally, totally. And you also realize that you are more, powerful than you think Mm -hmm. that you're actually the one in control you're the one that has the abilities to make yourself happy when you're sad or change whichever circumstance you're in based simply on how you feel about it
1: right and having that point of view is like a huge superpower you really realize how powerful you are but you know with great power comes great responsibility sometimes it sucks to be like crap like I'm in a really bad mood today and it's not because I woke up on the wrong side of the bed it's literally because I just am putting that there also it could be you know you're not well fed you're not well rested whatever the case may be but either way like you can decide what mood you want to be
0: exactly and I think that that's actually a first good tool to know is when you're really upset at a current event subject or you're just upset at your boyfriend for something you need to look first of all have you eaten have you rested are you in a good place you know like do you need a snickers bar (laughs) like is that is that what's going on as like a first step And then after that, you need to report still, okay, I'm the one creating these feelings. I need to know that first of all. And by the way, it's okay if you're angry, like things make us angry. We're not saying don't have emotions, but as long as you're actually the one creating them and that if you need to, you can snap out of it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good tool. You mentioned actually before we were recording the podcast, you said Mm -hmm. a good way to measure if you're creating your feelings or if something else is creating it for you is how easy you can snap in and out of it and i thought that was a cool way
0: right exactly because you might be and by the way we're recording long distance so there might be occasional times when we're overlapping (laughs) on each other but you know we're making it work across the world like we did our relationship (laughs) but anyway so that's the exact point because you might be right now angry but if you find that it ruins your entire day then there's a, a birthday party for your like i don't know niece who's turning seven and you're still angry then you're not creating your feelings you need to be able to be in control. And it's important to think with that.
1: Yeah, it is. Same goes with being offended. If you're getting offended by something, you need to realize that you're the one creating that. Like, don't blame someone else for you being offended.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even though they did something that offended you. So yes, they did something, but how effect do you want to be? Do you just want to lay on your back now and continue being offended? Or can you recognize, okay, they did something that may or may not be not okay. And how am I going to causatively handle while bringing everyone into a better condition, not a worse condition.
1: Exactly, exactly. You can't control their actions, but what you can control is how you react to that. And that's just a huge take on like your your character. Be the person you want everyone else to be.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. With that in mind, you know, there was this whole idea when we were little. It's like sticks and stones can break my bones, (laughs) but words can't hurt me, you know? Mm -hmm. And now these days, it's like, no, no, words actually can hurt me yeah you know people have really become so effect that you say a word a sound and that sound is so offensive that everything is over behind it you know like for example behind there are some words for different races that if they're said they're very offensive and while I understand like as a Jew there are some words that can be offensive to Jewish people I can understand but if I really take a step back I'm like okay so they said a word can I change my point of view on that word you get what mm-hmm. I mean if I did didn't know the meaning of that word, would it bother me? Right. Because then that means I'm I'm the one putting the meaning into it. You see what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's the thing, is like a a lot of things of people don't realize that they should be offended by something until it gets put on the media, and now they're like, oh, oh wow, I'm very angry about that. I actually <laughs> should be offended about that. But like yeah. five minutes ago they didn't even know the word or the definition. Exactly.
0: It's so true. And that's why it's become a growing problem. Like if you can't laugh about a subject, that's very effect And it got to the point point where even comedians can't talk about something because it offends people. Yeah. Like comedy used to be way more loose back in the day and now Even comedians are careful, so you have to be able to laugh.
1: Yeah, comedians are like, I'm quitting. Like a lot of comedians are like, I can't do it right now. Comedy is dying because people get offended.
0: Totally. And that was the escape, right? It's like people through the hardest times, they got an out through laughter. It was the way to confront the world that they're living in, the current events, the oppression.
1: Yeah. And in my opinion, it's a way to bring people together. You laugh about different funny things that different nationalities do and it like educates you a little bit and like almost brings you into their world. Like it's so funny hearing like, I don't know, you'll hear about how Israeli people act with their family and it's like I learned stuff through comedy and I thought it was funny and bottom line, it's looking at the intention behind the comedian. Is the comedian doing it to belittle a nationality or a race or whatever? No, he's doing it to make people laugh. He wants to make people happy. He wants to bring people together. Yeah, And I feel like if people aren't gonna look at the intention behind, in action they're just completely blind you're just reacting on like a robotic thing of like what you said is not okay it's like pisses me off
0: yeah yeah. (laughs) I mean that's the you're like I'm offended offended. about this (laughs) I'm outraged yeah but but it's really like you had mentioned this to me earlier that one of the main things that you always look at is what is their intention and it's so easy to see it Mm -hmm. with comedy but even with like okay there's this thing of oh you can't make that joke unless you're Jewish so I can say it because I'm Jewish but someone else can't say it and even that by the way like we should all be able to make the joke but I can Mm -hmm. understand that we've gone to a point where you don't want to do something like that. But even so, you should be able to. But now it got to a point where even if you're Jewish, you can't make some of these jokes about Jewish people.
1: Mm -hmm. I just want to say what's really cool about, like, for example, your dad. Your dad makes Jewish jokes all the time. Yeah. Like, since day one of knowing him, Jewish jokes. And he does it so much. It makes people feel so comfortable that they are constantly making Jewish jokes to him. Yes. No one in there is really... I mean, like, maybe... percent of the class is jewish right the rest are making jokes and your dad doesn't get offended he's like okay like this is the environment like i've created like if i can do it you can do it and i'm gonna be okay i'm not gonna be offended by it and it got to actually a point where like i remember one time i made a jewish joke to you and you're like that's funny but like don't go out and like say that yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i I, I reminded You you of it
1: I forgot. Like, I just feel like because your family has created such a friendly environment that I thought, oh, all people can make Jewish jokes. But it's like, no, some people can't.
0: (laughs) Yes. I remember I told you, I was like, I like it. But just as a, by the way, just in case you do it out in public, like some people might find that offensive. Now, wild, right? Because why? Mm -hmm. It's just, we should all be able to laugh. And yes, there are some really sensitive topics in our world today. But again, if somebody's saying it with the intention of creating destruction, of making Making less, of squashing you down, of putting, let's say, the Jewish people back into a Holocaust scenario, and that's their intention. Yeah, that's not okay. But if they're doing making a Jewish joke just or the laughs just in there they're a good person you know I don't know it just wouldn't bother me so it really is what is the intention behind it. Mm-hmm. and that's a big one to look for
1: right and like you're saying if comedy's intention is to make things lighter not make less of it to make it lighter that's amazing because solutions don't come from being heavy and serious and like so upset about everything but let me come up with the solution solutions come from light and happy and good energy moments that's when you come up with actual solutions So being able not to laugh at something is going to cause so much trouble and people don't understand the problems that not being able to be light about something is going to cause and ripple on into the future.
0: It makes things heavier and serious and you cannot jump over the hurdles of life if you're heavy. You're just literally too heavy to jump, to move. You become slow and... and I think people these days are really radars for making other people wrong. Like they are constantly waiting for the celebrity to slip up or they can't wait for someone who's doing well in their neighborhood to make one mistake because they want to make them wrong. Mm -hmm. And that's just why are you putting your attention on that? Why aren't you looking for all the amazing things that they do right and making that bigger?
1: Absolutely. I mean, even with our podcast, we take time out of our day. We do just for the, really, we have the best intention behind it. We just want to help people. Maybe we don't have the best advice, but we hope that we have good advice and we hope to help people or just give them a little upbeat 30 minutes on a Monday morning. Mm -hmm. That's our intention, but we still have people When we're making light of a situation, we're laughing about something. And, you know, we're actually, there was a a podcast that we were actually saying how not cool it is to do X, Y, and Z saying you shouldn't do that. And people were like, I don't even like that you use that as an example. Like that's not okay.
0: Yeah. Because it could make somebody else feel bad.
1: Yeah. And it was like, not even them, not make them feel bad. It was, I don't want it to make someone else feel bad. That's a completely different category of person.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's just like, don't you see our intention behind it? It's good, like validate the fact that we're even bringing up the topic and making light of it and, and bringing people awareness and like trying to give ethical tools for life. But instead like out of the whole 30, 40 minute podcasts, you know, they'll pick out the literally one second that they might know someone that would get offended by it
0: yeah and and I have a couple things to say on that the first thing is again I see their intention in saying that is actually nice because they're trying to improve in their way by bringing that to us Mm -hmm. but what's interesting is yeah they kind of come to us about something that isn't even for them. They're not offended, but they think about somebody else that might be, which again is nice. But Mm -hmm. I think that a good approach and just another tool to throw in here is if you have something like that, maybe come to us as an example or to another person and say, look, these are the 10 things I found that I loved. First of all, you need to be responsible enough to find what you loved, And then this is the one piece of feedback I wanted to give you if you have to by then still give it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Like before I give someone feedback, I try to find all the things I liked first because mm-hmm. it's easy to put my attention on what I didn't. But let me see what I like.
1: Yeah, because like we've mentioned in so many of our podcasts, it's so important to have many different points of view and understand them. So we love hearing people's feedback on things. Absolutely. But I do think there is a good way of doing it and it's not to make people wrong it's with the intention to do good if you're trying to cancel someone not, not that this example they were trying to do that by any means or whatever but if your intention is to cancel them or make them wrong i really think you need to have a look at yourself take a deeper look and and that's why we're here we want to give a few tips on how to handle it
0: yeah and one thing i want to add by the way that can help you to look at these things is there's this idea that if someone does something bad to you it's horrible like it's really bad that they did this. Like, oh my God, they stole from you it's really bad. Mm-hmm. But if you stole from them, you have a reason behind it because your kids were hungry. So you needed to steal an apple. So it's okay.
1: Yeah. Or they had so much money. So it's okay.
0: Exactly. There's some reason that you justify, which means you explain why something's okay. You justify why your thing is okay. But if they do it, they're horrible.
1: Mm-hmm. You don't give them the benefit of the doubt.
0: Exactly. I mean, that's what I mean. When I say, let's look at it. You need to give them the benefit of the doubt like you give it to yourself
1: yeah there's always a bigger backstory and for some reason there's not a lot of times that we are like actually maybe we just misunderstood maybe they had a good intention instead we're usually like drawn up this whole story that's completely separate to what they meant
0: a hundred percent it's so interesting and and people don't operate with this viewpoint of let me first look at it. They, they react.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's hard to do. I don't want to make it sound like, oh, it's so easy because, you know, someone cheats on me. I'm not sitting there thinking, wow, well, I bet they had good intention. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking like they wanted me to be heartbroken for five years. Yeah. But it's something to think with. Like I'm always trying to think with that. Like if I was in their shoes, what can I come up with a positive reason as to why they do that? Like, yes, just to kind of calm me down.
0: Right. And by the way, it doesn't make less necessarily. You still need to handle what they did. But at least you look at it from all angles. You become a little more cause first. It's a bigger position.
1: Yeah, you're not handling it from an anger Mm -hmm. point of view. You're handling it from a, I want to help you and help me.
0: Exactly, exactly. And you know, the only reason that you'd be upset with someone, and again, this is another bitter pill to swallow, is because you did something kind of similar to what you're upset about similar maybe it's not the same because if you were totally clean-handed yourself when someone did something wrong your impulse would actually be to help them improve not to make them wrong right that's the pureness if you're pure 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 your intention is someone messes up you want to help them now if you have dirty hands you're gonna want to make them wrong
1: and i remember when i first heard this concept i was like i like using cheating for example because i'm like i get really hung up on cheating yeah. and so when I heard this I was like I've never cheated on anyone I don't like I don't think this applies to this situation but there's always something that applies whether it's maybe you didn't cheat on a person but you cheated a teammate or you cheated on a test or you cheated a friendship or something along those lines
0: mm-hmm. there, there,
1: there's a similarity something that somehow triggers something that you have done in the past
0: yes or something that you saw if you saw other people doing it and you didn't stop it mm-hmm. or if you did it to yourself or even if someone did it to you and you didn't handle it correctly. There was something that you were involved with a similar sin and for that reason there is now a problem today that you're not totally clean on it.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: So yes, because of that, you can actually think of it like if I'm upset at you, I'm going to point my finger at you because you did something wrong. But if you're pointing one finger at someone, there's always three pointing back at you. And while that sounds cliche, it's actually a good example to say, hold on, you need to look three times harder at yourself first before you start pointing fingers. So just something interesting for you to also think with.
1: Yeah. And it's not something like to make you wrong, like, oh, someone does something to you, you deserve it because you did three things or or whatever Mm -hmm. it's not by that it's just to think like listen we're all human we're all doing different things here and there that we're not proud of and we are our own worst critics like we know all of the things we've done right and so when someone maybe does something similar or whatever you kind of like can jump to a conclusion that it's just yeah to give you an extra point of view of like listen give someone the benefit of the doubt or even give them patience right
0: Exactly, because we live in a crazy, freaking world. <laughs> like, it's an insane world with with pressures and stresses and temptations, and life can be rough. And even if you think about that for the average person, or then you look at it for, let's just say, the comedian. They are doing shows and have pressures and da da da, and then they slip up on one thing, and that really cancels them, and everyone's outraged or your boyfriend slips up on one thing and you get angry at him. It depends on, doesn't matter the scale, but we live in a world that has pressure. So have that extra bit of patience and have the impulse to help them through it, to put more love, not more outrage in the world. You know what I mean?
1: Right. And like, yeah, exactly. And even if let's say that the comedian, for example, did have the point of view of whatever they said, and it wasn't a slip up. They had that. They said it with confidence and whatever. You felt it was wrong. Shaming them and canceling them to never make comedy is is not going to help. Educate them with love and be like, you know what, I I love you. That's why I've listened to so many of your shows and I appreciate you. I just want to, you know, give you a bit of history or whatever. And maybe they can include that in their next skit and reach so many people and help them because like canceling and cutting the flow of someone's communication off from the world is like so terrible and it's such a it's almost a bigger sin in my opinion to cancel someone for doing something and not helping them like actually helping them than it is for the person to do the sin
0: right right and and out of the thousands of quality amazing hours that they put they messed up by saying a couple of sentences on a podcast and now they're cancelled forever like it's horrible Mm -hmm. it's too much the cure is is worse than the disease and it's it's tricky because you basically want to have a world with more love is the main message.
1: Absolutely. And I think it starts, you know, from a young age. What's interesting is I noticed, at least in my small little universe, people that were made wrong the most are now the ones that are making more wrong. Mm hmm if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I feel like it really, like this is stuff you should educate your kids on. Like don't make people wrong. Parents, don't make your kids wrong. Like stop making people wrong and start making them right. Right and educate them and make them know, understand things help them. It will help, it's like if it comes full circle. Like who you are to your kids or who your kids are to their classmate comes full circle and it will bite you in the ass.
0: <laughs> yes, and yeah, the idea is like look at how you're handling things. So are you handling shouting with shouting? And what do I mean by that? You're in an argument and someone's shouting at you. So you shout at them, stop yelling at me in order to get them to stop yelling. So it's like now you're doing what you didn't want them to do. You get what I mean? So it's one of those things that people get outraged. They cancel someone because they want to squash them down because they said something that they felt squashes them down, their culture, their ideas, whatever. So don't handle fire with fire. It doesn't work.
1: Yeah, that is well said. They want to squash them because they were squashed, but they didn't want to be squashed. So it's like, why are you doing it to others? That's well said. And like on the topic of shouting and yelling and outrages, it's this weird thing where if like people aren't outraged enough, they feel invalidated. Like, wow, like, no, I I have the right to be outraged and I need everyone to be outraged with me. And if you're not outraged about it, then you must also be racist or, or homophobic or this and that. And it's this weird thing where, yeah, they want like to spread the outrage to validate themselves it's like comes from a weird like if you're secure like secure people don't need everyone else to be upset at something they're upset about
0: Mm -hmm. there's this thing of like it's only important if I make a big deal about it that's how insecure people think like I need Mm -hmm. more people to back me up in order for it to be that way whereas a secure person knows no I can handle it and I'm going to handle it in a more direct way
1: I don't feel like it's rocket science (laughs) Yes,
0: it's not it's crazy because you think about it this way you're angry so you get many many people to be angry so now you're in a very very angry world where everyone is angry what do you think before long someone's going to be angry at you Mm -hmm. and that's what happens it's a it's an effect that as you said earlier it's going to bite you in the ass it ends up you cancel someone it's Only a matter of time before you get canceled. You'll notice that the people in history that did the most oppression ended up getting oppressed, ended up getting killed, ended up getting destroyed for doing what they did. It comes around. Mm -hmm. So it's very important because it continues and continues and then there's no ending. There's literally no ending for how angry you can get. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Yeah, and that's where judgment comes in. If you can't use good judgment to say, okay, this is where I need to apply justice this is where i'm gonna let it slide this is where i'm gonna educate if if there's no judgment it becomes way too big of a blurred line Mm -hmm, totally and then you're just everyone's gonna be in the muddy water everyone's gonna be in the blurred line
0: yeah and and the way that you actually handle the blurred line because Right now, let's just say, it's not okay to make Jewish jokes of this kind. But then this kind is also not okay. And then if you are not Jewish, then you can't. But if you are, you can. But, it, but not that one. And it gets very confusing and it gets all muddy. So the only way to make it actually clear of what are these things that we don't change. that We live with these principles no matter what. No matter how blurry it gets, there's a few things that we do not take away from society. You get yeah. what I mean yeah. by that? So the first one I would say is the concept of free speech. And while we could do an entire podcast on free speech to summarize it, the one thing you don't take away is free speech because the minute you do, you take a finger and before you know it, you take the whole arm. Mm -hmm. You can not talk about that, but everything else is fine except for that, except for that, you know?
1: Right, because it's not handling the actual problem. The problem isn't the words being said. It's the education. It's the people who can't handle their feelings or let their feelings get the best of them or think that my feelings matter more than anything else. That's the real problem. And once we handle that, Free speech is fine, but you take away speech, it's not handling the problem.
0: Yeah, it's actually making it worse. It's destroying. If you take away free speech, before you know it, everybody will have duct tape on their mouth. Because who decides what you can or can't say? You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and you're going to leave it in the hands of these people that decide. Whether it's the government or whether it's a group that got outraged. And are, who's to say that they're the decision makers on what I can speak about? The only society that flourished the only time that there was changes in history for the betterment of a culture was where free speech was allowed so you've got to maintain that
1: right and the next one moving on to a few other points is we talk about this one a lot on our podcast the greatest good what is the greatest good for the greatest number of people right things. you
0: have to look at that
1: what's going to help society the most
0: yeah baby that is so true and the greatest good is so important and the next thing and what will help you to figure out the greatest good is to as we said earlier look at the intention of the person what were they trying to create what were they trying Mm -hmm. to do were they trying to do good were they trying to make people laugh being a comedian on stage and accidentally said something wrong or were they trying to put jews back in another holocaust like have the judgment to figure that out and accordingly maybe don't get as angry you get what i mean yeah
1: absolutely i think that one's one of the most important ones
0: i agree I totally agree.
1: The next one is just realizing that you are cause and that's a superpower. And like I said earlier, like it, it's a lot of responsibility as well, but you are cause and you can control how you feel and you can control the outcome. So make sure it's a positive one. Cause I know deep down people really do want the best and they have good intention and they want good results ones that will make the world better
0: not worse absolutely and so when you recognize that you'll actually bring out the beauty in others and in yourself you will bring out your power because how powerful is it that you are the one that's in charge it
1: and it's beautiful
0: <laughs> it's beautiful it's beautiful
1: it's so beautiful yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh and then another one that i want to add is that your solution or the solution that you come up with should always be positive it should always be a beat. if your solution is rooted in hatred and anger I promise you that there's a better angle that you can approach
1: Mm -hmm. there must
0: be another way that can't be that through your offendedness you change the world because look (laughs) at Martin Luther King even though he was so angry he was so upset about what was going on he said it was not okay but he approached it with no we need to do it peacefully with communication and that is where he actually affected change Mm -hmm. through the positive angle
1: it was beautiful and admirable
0: Mm -hmm. it really was he was amazing and he didn't just get offended (laughs) you know (laughs) he actually did a little more than that right and so yeah i think that in general like this podcast as we said it's like it's like a bit of a heavier one it wasn't quite as like laughy laughy because we're talking about being offended and being outraged and then we're coming in and saying guys like can't we do this in a better way you know and so i do understand that if some of you are listening and you're going whoa like you know it might be kind of like you're sitting there feeling like whoa there's a lot to think with so let's kind of go through a couple of last pointers some new things plus a little recap and leave you with something that you can Kind of use,
1: yeah. I hope these tools make you feel a little better. Like, oh, I actually got a yes. handle on this,
0: yeah. And get people to listen to this, share it. Have your friend who is always offended kind of hinted them that this is something that they could listen <laughs> yeah. to, you know. Or like share another episode with them and hopefully they run into this one as well. Or maybe they're gonna listen to this and be like, hold on, is that why that person shared it with me? No,
1: like, I think you, know, you should but, share it no, not for because yeah. of a, a specific situation, like let it cool off and then send it right. Like, oh, I found this, or like. Post it publicly and be like, hey, thought this was cool for any of my Facebook friends that want to listen. Because, yeah, you don't want to make them wrong. That's the whole point of the podcast is totally. like, we don't want to make them wrong. Exactly. We want to have good intention yeah. and help them. And we think this podcast could help, hopefully. Hopefully, yes. I don't know. You guys will have to let us know. But remember what Gal said, 10 good points before sending a bad one.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I really can't wait to hear some feedback on this. Like, If you guys do agree, don't agree, please talk to us. I love hearing about yeah. it. So speak to us. All right. Some tools. So go for it. Okay.
1: You create your feelings. That's a bitter one, a bitter pill to swallow a tough one, but just mm. it's actually quite mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, the next one <laughs> yes. is go with the purpose of helping people can feel your intention. If you're going in cause you're like, hi, I knew they were wrong about this. So I want to, d- you know, like get them on that, that they're going to feel that and it's going to come through. And that's not gonna help. You really need to like right. let go of that and, and go through with the purpose of helping.
0: Yeah, and outrage pushes people away sometimes. So you if you go in with that, they immediately will push back at you or push away from you, but they won't line up with you, that's for sure. But if you really come in with like, no, I wanna I wanna like give you a bit of help, give a bit of feedback, or we can do better, then that'll be how you change. Yeah. Okay, go on, Babers.
1: (laughs) Be okay with them not taking your point of view. If you go to them and you're like, this is a bit offensive and blah, 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 and they're like, okay, well, I don't see it, I don't agree, blah, blah, be okay with that. Your point of view and their point of view is not the end-all, be-all. It's not the most important thing in the world. A point of view is just a point of view, and I know we all hold on to it so strong and think it's like gold, but it really is toilet paper. It's flushed down the toilet. You can change in a million times it's really not Mm -hmm. it's amazing to hear everyone's and that's where the value is but like thinking yours is the only one that has no value It, it isn't
0: Exactly, because their one point of view doesn't define them as a person. Whether you agree with it or not, nobody made me the all dec- all-time all decision maker of whether or not their point of view is right or wrong. Like, I'm not the authority on right or wrong points of view, so maybe I don't agree with their point of view on one subject of life. Okay, so fine. It doesn't make them that. They could be amazing in a million other ways, and one of them I don't agree with. You get what I'm saying, Babers?
1: Right, absolutely. Absolutely. Just because maybe they're a little less educated on a topic, or you're a little less educated, or you have feelings or upsets or whatever, like, why would you judge a whole person's character on one little tiny topic? Exactly. Of life?
0: Exactly. Which is why you'd never give up on them. If somebody is doing something that's wrong, and especially by the way, if they're your friend, you don't give up on them. You don't give up on communicating. You continue to be there and help them. And if they're, they've got a totally different viewpoint on some current event situation, you don't give up on them because of that. You continue to be there for them and be their friend. By the way, maybe you'll be the one that changes. Maybe their point of view that was so wacko to you. Maybe they're right. Maybe.
1: Yeah. And the world changes. Well, was okay a hundred years ago to do is not okay to do today so why if the person changes and is like you know what i was wrong about what i did a hundred years ago or whatever move on say okay this is who the person is today let go of that right past thing that's the whole thing with cancel culture is like people keep bringing up things from the past what is even the point of someone changing you say people never change but then they do but then you go back to something they did 10 years mm. ago it's,
0: it's so really true really bizarre yeah it happens so much that's very very true so in the meantime what people need to do and should do is lead by example you need to this whole time the person has a point of view different to yours well then show them how you operate in a way that brings more love and more growth and more decency and more patience don't be the one that's like personally attacking people on facebook because that's not leading by example
1: no absolutely not that stuff always blows my mind when you like read the comment section of something political and they're like saying something hateful or telling people like, don't do this, don't do that. Like that's wrong. And then you go on their profile and they're doing the exact same thing, Mm -hmm. but toward a different Mm -hmm. group or something. It's just like, that's not leading by example. You can't pick and choose when it's okay to be little people and when it's not. Exactly. Just don't be little people. Like be the change you want to see in the world. Be the person you want people to be to you. It's not like a, Mm -hmm. Oh, if you're good to me, then I will be good to you. Totally. No, you're good to them no matter what.
0: Totally. And because of that, you have to love people. And I've said love a million times. I keep throwing it in because I really think it's it's a message that we need to all operate with more. But you need to love even with every temptation not to. There will be so many temptations and urges and pressures to not be their friend, to not talk to them anymore, to get angry at that celebrity. Love even when there's the temptations not to.
1: Beautiful. And I love that.
0: Mwah, and I love you. I love you too. Uh, and the one final thing I want to end off with is actually a poem that I love that a few philosophers have actually said I've heard it before but I think the main one was a poet named Robert Louis Stevenson and what he said is this he said there is so much good in the worst of us and so much bad in the best of us that it behooves us all behooves means it's a good idea we should look at it it behooves us all not to talk about the rest of us so what that means it behooves us all not to talk about the rest of us or you could say it's a good idea not to get angry at the rest of us not to get offended by the rest of us not to make less about the rest of us not to cancel the rest of us because the people that did bad have so much good in them and the people that did good even they have bad in them so a little patience and a little compassion and that's probably a better way to live
1: absolutely i love it i love it i love it and that was a great quote to end the podcast off with
0: thank you thank you thank you all right guys well babers that was good that was deep we covered a lot of ground and (laughs) I can't wait to hear what people think of this if you were driving and you're like whoa this was a big one like when you pull over and tell us what you think or if you're doing the dishes if you're just you know whatever you're doing I want to hear from you when you get a chance because it really helps us to hear from you and you sharing it helps us get the message to more incredible people
1: yeah even if you agreed with 50% of it why not share it and then add in your points of view on it you know we love seeing that and we repost it if you want to tag us Mariah. Maya Ezra and Gal A. Ezra on Instagram.
0: Yes, we always, always share your tags. So we'll share it. Yeah, let's spread more ideas. Wrong, right? I want to hear more points of view. That's my, my way. So I hope that you guys are also open to just hearing more points of view. And let's spread some other ones. Yeah. Let's get people more tolerant, not less tolerant of ideas.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right.
0: Well, this was great. Thank you for doing this and co-hosting with me, my love. And by the way, Mariah does so much work for the podcast. So much of the editing is her. So thank you for doing all that as well, babers. I love you. I love you. (laughs) I love you. I love you. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. And the adventure
1: continues.